the abundance prayers as well. Um, we ask the Lord just to open our uh, hearts and minds to listen to a few words that we're going to contemplate today about uh, from the gospel today. Um, actually, the gospel today full a lot of uh, great commandments, and actually these commandments actually distinguish Christianity. Um, I'm going to today to, to focus about three of them only, uh, which is the, the first one is love your enemies. The second one, do not judge, and the third one, forgive one another. Forgive one another. I'm going to mention a few words in every single one, but each single one can be like uh, a sermon by itself. First one is love your enemies. Um, actually, it's uh, one of the uniqueness of Christianity. And if you just try to do a comparative religion, you will not find any other religion talking about love your enemy. Uh, the first question that we ask ourselves, who are our enemies? Do we have enemies? Uh, in fact, that our true enemy is devil himself or Satan. Not the people around us, nor the people li living around us, or not the people who actually different than us, even if different religion, different denomination, different... We not consider anyone a human being as enemy. Okay, we just consider devil him himself. If these people consider themselves enemies, this is what we call we pray for them or we love them. And actually, Saint Paul mentioned in uh, the Epistle of Saint Romans when he, uh, to, 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 to Romans when he said, "If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. Do not overcome." by evil, but overcome evil by good. So, it's very important to understand that actually God himself loved everyone unconditionally and actually presented himself and presented the salvation for everyone, not just for Christian people, but for everyone in, in the entire world. And uh, the power that makes us to love our enemy, actually the Holy Spirit in each one of us, when he said, the power that makes the love of God increases is the power of His Spirit. Because the love of God has poured out in our heart. This is actually St. Paul mentioned in the Epistle to Romans when he says, Because the love of God has, has been poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The more we experience the love of God in our world, the more we experience His work through the Holy Spirit within each single one of us, it's actually the more we can just love people who actually consider themselves enemies. Okay, for us. This is a very important one here, and it's a very important one just loving enemy which distinguishes Christianity. The second point, or the second commandment that I'd like to highlight as well judge not, and you shall not be judged. Uh, God Himself said that when they brought the sinful woman to him in uh, the, the gospel according to St. John chapter 8 he who is without sin let him cast the first stone it's actually it's a very important it's, it's, it's essential for all of us to understand sometimes when we judge someone we sometimes judge the person not the action but in fact we are called of course we we, we are all of us called to discern what is good what is wrong so when we judge, we judge the action, or not judge the person. We not when we see when someone commits something wrong, we not think this person is bad. Even in parenting, when they try to teach kids, it's, it's very it's not wise to say 
good boy, bad boy, or all the kind of terminology that because we we actually what what we doing we judging the entire person as a good or bad, but we say it's a good action, good work, or bad bad action. So for do not judge, it's very important to to, to understand here. We judge the person's behavior as being incorrect, but we not judge the person himself if he is good or bad. Uh, few points help us to overcome judgment. Or few few important things that we all of us we need just to to work on it. We should always be empathetic, which means you have empathy on the person of uh, in our uh, in front of us when he commits any uh, sin or mistake. We, sometimes we should put ourselves in this person's shoes. We look for the possible unseen causes that could cause this person to sin, to commit a sin or to make a mistake. We should be very compassionate about this person, as we, we, we already uh, saw here in the Gospel called St. John chapter 8, when they brought the sinful woman and they, they were about to stone her. They asked him, they, they told her, Jesus Christ told them, he who is out sin, let him cast the first stone. We should be compassionate for all the people around us. And remember, St. Paul mentioned one very good advice for all of us. He said, Brethren, if a man overtaken in any trespasses, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. This is in Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. Brethren, if a man overtaken in any trespasses, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you are also be tempted. This is regarding the second commandment that I just highlighted, which is judge not, and you shall not be judged. And the third one, which about the forgiveness, which actually is the core of Christianity. Um, we actually, we, the church emphasizes the forgiveness in every single prayer. And actually our prayer, when we say our Father who art in heaven, when we say forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespasses against us. So it's a very clear commandment, forgive and you will, not be, uh, and you will be forgiven. It is the, could actually mean that when we're not forgiving someone, that means we're not comprehending the forgiveness that God actually granted for every single one of us. Uh, there is uh, a parable that God mentioned in the Gospel according to Matthew about the um, unforgiving servant when he, uh, he owed his master about 10,000 talents, which considered about 60 million denarii. If, he's, like, if he uh, lived here his entire life or many lives to come, he will never be able to repay this kind of debt. And the, his master forgives that person, but unfortunately that person after has been forgiven, he has another servant, that person who has, has been forgiven, and he has only 100 denarii, and he didn't forgive him. And the reaction of the master, he took him, and he didn't accept that action completely, and he gave us a very important warning, uh, commandment at the end. So my heavenly father also who, do not, who will do to you, if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. How could we repay God the forg- what he presented us? How can we forgive him? In fact, it's very hard to repay God back. But God given us this kind of commandments today to see what is the least that we can present in order to repay him back. Which 
basically we do not judge the others and actually we forgive one another it's very important the forgiveness is one actually it springs from a merciful heart the heart that actually has mercy to all the people around us and uh, we, we say in the Beatitude in uh, the Sermon of the Mountain Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy in Matthew 5.7 and actually it mentions the Gospel today about when, we, when God before he say do not judge he say have mercy upon one, one another actually St. Peter asked the Lord how often shall my brother, my brother sin against me and I forgive him upon the seven times Jesus said to him I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. You see, he gave him just a number that's very hard to comprehend. How I'm going to forgive my brethren seventy, 70 times seven when he forgive, when actually committed sin towards me? Forgiveness, it's clear, for, it's very important for every one of us. Forgiveness is a decision that we make, and it's also a process. It's very hard, I decide to forgive, and also it's a process. In order to, for us to forgive, we need to seek God's help or ask God to work inside every one of in our hearts in order to, go, to forgive anyone who commits something wrong against us or if we see some, something one commits something wrong. God Himself gave us a true example and like a, an ideal model of forgiveness when He was on the cross. He said to all the people, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And not also Jesus Christ, but all the sins. And as Saint Stephen, when he was stoned, he also said the same words. Which means he lived the true love of God, that he truly experienced God's love, and the truly deeply from, her, from his heart, living all the commandments that has been mentioned today in the Gospel. And uh, I'm just going to conclude the English part by, by uh, a couple of verses here. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Whenever you, God Himself said that, if you have any, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So just to recap this part here. The gospel today is full of very good command, very, very important commandment, uh, commandment and actually distinguished Christianity as the, a, true, a true religion here, which basically, when he's saying, love your enemies and do not judge and forgive one another. It's very important to understand how we should love everyone around us, regardless if he's different denomination, different religion, and we should have our heart open to every one of us. Um, just to summarize all this in Arabic, uh, <laughs> فنجيب معلمنا لؤى البشير النهارده الاصحاح السادس تقريبا 12 ايه بس كلهم مملوئين بال بال 
الوصايا الجميله جدا اللي بتميز المسيحيه عن اي ديانه ثانيه. ابتدى بيها السيد المسيح لما قال كده والكلام اللي اتقال النهارده في انجيل اللي هو الاصحاح السادس برضه مذكور في الموعظه على الجبل في الاصحاح الخامس في انجيل متى البشير. فالايات النهارده فيها كتير من الكومنت من الوصايا الحلوه قوي اللي بتميز المسيحيه ابتدى بيها احبوا اعدائكم احسنوا الى مبغضيكم باركوا لعينيكم وصلوا لاجل الذين يشتهينا لكم. ايه هو عدوي؟ هل احنا بنكونسيدر اي هل احنا بنعتبر اي واحد علينا حتى لو مختلف في الديانه او مختلف في اللون او في الجنس او في ان هو عدو لينا؟ ان فاكت لا، احنا عدونا الوحيد في المسيحيه هو الشيطان واتباعه. ولكن اي شخص مهما كان حتى لو كان بيضطهد الكنيسه احنا الوصيه واضحه وصريحه لان هم احبوهم لان لو هم لو هم بيعتبروا نفسهم اعداء لينا احنا مدعوين ان احنا نحبهم لان هي دي وصيه ربنا وهو بيحب كل شخص لحد النفس الاخير وبيدعو كل شخص للتوبه مهما كان حتى لو كان بيضطهد الكنيسه حتى لو كان بيسيء الينا كمسيحيين وهو ده اللي حصل في حياه الكنيسه الاولى ووضح لنا الكنيسه الاولى كان معروف قوي القديس بولس الرسول كان قبل ما يبقى بولس الرسول كان هو شاور كان مضطهد الكنيسه كان بي كان اضطهاد عنيف جدا وكان مشهور باضطهاده للكنيسه ولكن لاجل قوه وصلاه الكنيسه من اجل مضطهديها اتحول هذا الشخص وخلال نعمه ربنا اللي هو شخص ايه؟ كارز كارز بالمسيحيه. فاول حاجه في المحبه محبه الاعداء الانسان اللي يقدر يحب ال... تبقى وصيه صعبه قوي لو الانسان حس ان هو يقدر يعملها بذاته ولكن لو هو بص لربنا وقد هو حب وشاف ربنا حب كل الناس وربنا بيدعونا ان احنا بنحب الناس اللي بيعتبروا نفسهم اعدائنا بنحبهم من كل قلبنا وبنطلب من ربنا ان هو يملا يملا قلبنا بالحب تجاههم انا عارف ان هي بتبقى صعبه قوي الوصيه لما بنفكرها بعقلنا ولكن الحب في المسيحيه مور ذان ان احنا اكثر من هو عاطفه ولكن الحب في المسيحيه هو قرار وعمل قرار ان انا بقرر ان انا بحب الشخص اللي قدامي وبعمل ازاي اوصل صوره الحب ده حتى لو انا مش بقدم له حاجه ولكن بصلي من اجله. وكان وادى امثله كتير السيد المسيح هنا في الانجيل هو من ضربك على على خدك فاعرض الله الاخر ومن اخذ رضاك فلا تمنعه وكثير من الوصايا اللي بتبين الحب العملي بيدعونا السيد المسيح هنا ان احنا مش بس نحتمل الاهانه ليس مجرد احتمال الاهانه ولكن تقديم الحب عوض عن الاهانه ودي حاجه قويه جدا وتميز المسيحيه عن اي شريعه ثانيه. آه بيقول كده القديس يوحنا ذهبي الفم آه في تفسيره للايات النهارده لا تستصعبوا وصاياكم اني اقدم لكم كما يليق بكم كابناء للملكوت يعني القديس يوحنا ذهبي الفم بيحاول يتامل في الكلام النهارده وبيتكلم بيتنال على نقطه حلوه بعد محبه الاعداء بيتكلم عن حته تكونوا رحماء كما ان اباكم ايضا رحيم. بيقول كده ليس لي ليس شيء يجعلنا مساوين لله سوى فعل الصلاح الرحمه لناتي بانفسنا واولادنا وكل ما لنا الى مدرسه الرحمه ولا يتعلمها الانسان فوق كل شيء فالرحمه هي الانسان. لنحسب انفسنا كمن هم ليسوا احياء ان كن لا ان كنا لا نظهر الرحمه بعد. المحبه كما هي لو كانت 
اسم انواع الصناعه وحاميه لمن يمارسوها انها تدفع حتى في الذين يبغضون تفتح امامها ابواب السماء بضمان عظيم بيحاول يمزج القديس يوحنا زميل فهم تفسيره بين الرحمه والمحبه لان هم بيجو هاند ان هاند لو انسان هو رحيم فهو هو انسان محب لو الانسان رحيم فهو انسان ينبع بالمحبه وبيتكلم ان هو الرحمه ديت هو بيتامل بيقول كده ان هي دي الباسبور اللي هو او الجواز السفر اللي هو هيدخلنا السماء اذا كانت الرحمه بيقول كده تدفعنا للتشبه بالراه الرحيم نفسه فاننا نطلب رحمه فاننا اذ نطلب رحمه يلزمنا ان نرحم اخواتنا ولا ندينهم بيخش بقى في النقطه الثانيه وهي الوصيه اللي قالها السيد المسيح هنا لا تدينوا فلا تدينوا ولا تقضوا على احد فلا يقضى عليكم وهي وصيه قويه جدا ويمكن دي اهتم بيها بقى البريه في بستان في بستان الرهبان وفيها كتير من القصص الحلوه جدا وقد ايه ان الكنيسه بتدعونا ان احنا دايما لما بنيجي بنحكم او بن ما ندينش حد ممكن ندين تصرف معين ندين التصرف ان هو غلط او الشخص ده عمل حاجه غلط ولكن لا ندين الشخص نقول الشخص ده كله غلط كل ده غلطان وده شخصيه وحشه او كده ودي حاجه بيبقى حكم غلط جدا بيطلع من الانسان تجاه شخص معين ولكن احنا كمسيحيين لازم نحول فكرنا ان احنا مش ندين الشخص ولكن ندين ايه الفعل الغلط ف القديس بولس الرسول كده بيقول في رساله روميا لذلك انت بلا عذر ايها الانسان كل من يدين لانك فيما تدين غيرك تحكم على نفسك لانك انت ايضا الذي تفعل هذه الامور بعينيهم. والقديس يعقوب بيقول كده الذي يذم اخاه ويدين اخاه يذم الناس يذم الناموس ويدين الناموس. ايات كثيره قوي في الكتاب المقدس بت بتدعونا ان احنا لا ندين الاخرين ولا يعني نحكم عليهم حكم خاطئ جدا ولكن بنبص لهم بعين الرحمه ونحط نفسنا مكانهم ساعات ممكن الانسان يرتكب خطا في موقف ضعف واحنا كمسيحيين بنرفع لبنا وبنحاول حتى كده بيعلمونا الاباء ان احنا نحول اي فكر ايدينا لصلاه نحاول نحاول نحي... ن... نقول كده في ربنا يسامحه نقول كده في ذهننا ربنا يسامح الشخص دوت يا رب اعطيني القلب اللي انا اقدر اتقبل الاهانه ديت او اتقبل الخطا اتقبل الخطا دوت ولكن يا رب حاول تصلح تصلح الموقف دوت. فعدم الايدينا دي حاجه وصيه حلوه جدا السيد المسيح قالها لنا ومبنيه على المحبه اللي هي اقوى حاجه في المسيحيه اللي هي تدفعنا ان احنا نحب ليس مجرد بعاطفه ولكن بقرار بقرارنا ان احنا بنحب بافكارنا وبافعالنا ايضا. وبنأتي بالنقطة الثالثة في الـ في الـ في الإنجيل وهي يعني من ضمن الوسائل الحلوة الواحد يركز عليها جميلة جدا. بيقول كده فإن أحب وعدكم أحسنوا فكونوا رحماء كما إن أباكم أيضا رحيم لا تدينوا لكي لا تدينوا وهنا بيقول كده اغفروا يغفر لكم. المغفره المغفره اللي ربنا بيدعونا لها والوصيه اللي ربنا ربنا بيدعنا لها هنا هي وصيه بين احنا كلنا بنصليها في صلاه ربانيه كلنا وبنقول كده واغفر لنا ذنوبنا كما نغفر نحن ايضا للمذنبين الينا. فكل واحد لما بيصلي الصلاه دي هل هو فعلا غافل لكل انسان اخطا ليه؟ هل هو فعلا غافل لاي شخص بيشوفه بيرتكب خطا قدامه او قدام خطا اي حد من قرايبه؟ كل واحد وصيه جميله جدا 
وافتكر قديس لما ابراهام لما كان مره جابوا له اثنين عندهم مشكله صعبه جدا والانبا ابراهام قعد يقنعهم ان هم يصلحوا فمحدش اقتنع ان هو ممكن يصنع يتصالح فقال لهم خلاص يلا اوفوا نصلي خلاص هو شاف ان هو ما فيش حل ثاني قالها ابتدى الصلاه الربانيه وجه عند حته واغفر لنا ذنوبنا فراح قال ايه ولا تغفر لنا ذنوبنا فايه اللي حصل الاثنين اللي هم كانوا اول ما سمعوا الكلمه دي شافوا ان القصه بيصلي من كل قلبه عيطوا واتضايقوا جدا وقالوا وفعلا بعد الصلاه هم الاثنين ايه اتصلحوا فهي دي القوه قوه عمل الصلاه وقوه ان احنا بنصلي بقلوبنا والصلاه دي بتترجم لافعال مش مجرد بس بنصلي بشفايفنا ولكن هل احنا بنغفر هي وصيه جميله جدا وتدل عن 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 قوه المسيحيه ونطلب كلنا من ربنا ان احنا يدينا القوه النهارده اللي احنا ننفذ الوصايا الجميله اللي ادها النهارده سواء محبه الاعداء سواء عدم الادانه سواء المغفره للاخرين لانها تحمل قوه في حد ذاتها ولو تاملنا فيها اكثر واكثر هنلاقي ان هو سر انتشار المسيحيه على مستوى العالم ليست مجرد هي قوه الحب قوه الحب وقوه الصفح وقوه المغفره فيعطينا الرب دايما ان احنا نكون عندنا دي قوة الحب وان احنا نغفر الاخرين وربنا يكون معنا دايما للابد امين. <تصفيق>